Hi and welcome to another episode of Wine and Wisdom. I'm Thomas Lehuang and you're listening to the TL podcast where knowledge is shared and no one takes themselves too seriously. Good afternoon. Uh, let's have a look at this session here. Apparently, Thomas has got to be gone by five, right? So we've only got uh, 49 minutes left to do this. Oh, that's ages. <laughs> All right, sorry, guys. Sorry, boys. Someone's got a life. <laughs> You're booking things in on podcast afternoon, mate. Come on. Unbelievable. Cheeky bastard. All right, so... We're uh, back. What, Come what's, on. what's the news over the last two weeks, boys? Uh, I think my, my big news was... Uh, Facebook. Facebook. Oh, Facebook, dude. the king, the king of the universe. They shut it down, turned it back on, spun it around, tipped it upside down, and we're almost back to the I got a little bit before. excited when it looked like the government was going to tell them to piss off, but you knew deep down in your heart that they weren't going to really. So who knows how, man, how much they've caved, but it's all turned back on now. So I wonder if our deficit's been fixed. I think what could be better in the world than not getting your news off Facebook? People might actually have half an idea that's... When they blocked all the news sites, I went, oh, thank God. We've banged on and on and on here about how people take all their news from Facebook as gospel. They were going to stop it, so who cared? Yeah. Uh, for me, it's even worse. It's really telling you how some of these giants are really controlling the world very soon. Oh, yeah. yeah they get when they you say honest. giants, you mean the, the news giants? Google and Facebook. Oh, no, Facebook. Oh, you mean Facebook? And, and, okay, right. It, uh, hold on, wait until Amazon turns yeah. around. <laughs> they're big. Yeah, it used to be the news, mate, but now they've been usurped. Amazon, they're gone. There's a guy. Started they're his gone. garage, owns the world, but anyway. Facebook and, and Google are owning governments now. And they all sort of sat back when it looked like we were going to pick a fight with them, all the other countries, and said, you go, Australia, good luck. We wish you all the best. Yeah, that's what we did with that's China, and look what happened. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's back. There's nothing happening there now. That's gone very quiet. Oh, I wouldn't know because I can't get my news off Facebook. So... <laughs> I wouldn't have a clue what's going on. Mate, it, that has started a long time ago, mate. At Gallipoli, they said, send the Aussie first. Yeah. <laughs> we went, right, yeah, come yeah. <laughs> Maybe we're the nations of, uh, let's let's uh, set the example for everyone else. Yeah, well, I don't know. Uh, let's be the guinea pigs. The, the thing with the Facebook, though, is that they still won, uh, even though I, I think that our government, I personally think that they've gone too soft. I think the government should have really been harder and said, no, sorry, you said you're out, out. I, I see that even in a sales team, a 400-pound gorilla who thinks that he owns all the sales in the office, you kick him out or he leaves your office, what happens? Everybody else just pick up their games. And there's always somebody else who's going to just go up to, you know, step up. And it's the same thing. There were organizations that would, that would have stepped up and distribute the news or other organization really giving the news and paying the news and giving you that kind of network with friends and, and family, which is would, would have been Facebook too, you know? But no, what do we do? We just crumble. And now what is Facebook doing? Well, they're going to say, well, no, I'm not giving money to Channel 9. I'm going to give it to Channel 7. And I'm going to get the news from you. And, and so that's their step, which is also to now start having their own journalist. They, they're going to pay some of these people who are going, mate, that's seriously wrong. No, they're going to pay some dickhead in the street with an iPhone $100 to hand in their video. And, and I think it's so yeah. so weak, man. It's so weak of, of, of We had an a- opportunity. It was a good test case. We had an opportunity to 
to actually go hard. Same as, I mean, but you're upset about us being the first ones to go at China. You didn't like how we did that, but it, it, the same thing. We're the first to go at China, now we're the first to really go at Facebook, but we back down. If we back down to China yet, we probably will. But, um, yeah, it, it, it's a shame because you like to be a part of that stuff. We're just talking about Churchill and wars and... All that I think we're doomed. No, I they, think we're doomed, and no matter what, they so were well they were probably swinging. too busy, like you know, dealing with the Brittany Higgins story yeah, and saga, mate. You know, I mean, giving what, people what the wrong doses of vaccinations, and oh, oh, that's another point. Well, I'd like to say that look, there's nations in the world that don't allow Facebook. I mean, China, they've got yeah, they're all communist, right? <laughs> and they're then all dictatorships. And then there's nations in a in the world that turn off the internet to their public. They just turn it off when. It's inciting rights. I was in um, Zimbabwe when there was, and I was like in Victoria Falls, so I was very removed from the rights and stuff forth happening in the capital. But they turned off the internet when we were there because of they were using the internet to create havoc. So I think we're just getting a small taste of what a lot of the rest of the world often lives with. And I think the government, yeah, the you're poor right. country's going to shit and you're sitting there sipping Mai Tais on a cruise boat somewhere. I was close to that. It was yeah. pilates, but <laughs> can, we, can we try your wine, mate? What do you got? But oh yeah, yeah, you're you're out. Yeah, okay. So like you said before, Cam, I think we are running out of a bit of a variety. So I've gone something a little bit different. So this is 100% Malbec. We've had Malbec before, but usually in a blend. Yeah. And this is actually from Argentina. Yeah, well, Argentina loves their Malbec. Right. So loves the Balkan Wars. Yeah. So so um, I thought we'd try something a little bit different. Uh, this is actually in the top 20 Malbecs in Australia at the moment. Um, there's probably only 21 in Australia, so but <laughs> I, we'll see <laughs> We'll see how we go. I was going to say, how many Mal- Argentinian <laughs> wines can there be in Australia, mate? No, as far as Malbec goes, but um, we'll see how we go. How about that Chardonnay, boys? It was. It was yeah, yeah, game. Chardonnay is probably going to be the winner. Was top notch, it's, it's difficult, mate. $50 versus above 100 Yeah, but that's the yeah. whole point, isn't it? Has everyone won with their? I, most I, I was close. I was, I was close. Gonna say, I was has very it, close. I was going to say, has everyone won with their most expensive bottle? But now I'm remembering Chris's from th- three podcasts oh ago. My which gosh. <laughs> that was a tough one that on that week for Chris. Yeah, it was, mate. Nine hundred and seventy-two dollars on a bottle that was off. <laughs> Wasn't quite so much, but yeah, right. Yeah, you get the point. You exaggerate the clarify. Couple of things we got. Well, one we got to touch on that you've dodged since uh, kickstart, mate. You threw out a bloody weight loss challenge, and then you went real quiet. I went real quiet because um, I can lose weight during the week, but the weekend seems to be a <laughs> bit of a, an issue. And so, for the moment, I'm looking for ways to dodge the weekend. If I can dodge the weekend, I probably can. No, but I, I still, ha- I'm still going for the, the weight all, loss. Yeah, well, we, but we, we, we all made it. Well, we didn't make a commitment. You told us we made one. I'd already made one to myself, and Chris, I had already made plans. So, let's do it, boys. What's the plan, Stan? We're coming up to the start of a new month, so, so it's a good I'm time week, to do it. So I'm week three in. Yeah, had a few big nights, especially someone <laughs> buying me cognac, <laughs> which I'll never fucking drink again as long as I live. Why? Whatever that? Oh, mate, that just offset my bloody heartburn. Like, And I've got chronic heartburn, and I, I stayed up all night. <laughs> Quick ease, nothing. Fire extinguishers wouldn't put it out, man. Seriously. <laughs> Wasn't seeing me on FaceTime shirtless. Yeah. Did oh, that, that, that didn't help either. <laughs> that sort of regurgitated Oh, that's not dinner. bad, that. Now, but it's all right. I haven't tried it yet, you know. Yeah, I think it's beating that uh, Chardonnay. Oh, shit, that uh, is pretty it, good. It does beat the Chardonnay. That was pretty Calm good. Calm down. Calm yourself, no, but it's not. It's got the legs wheels out. But um, I started at uh, 114. I'm down to 111. Nice. 
So I've lost three kilos, but it's uh, I'm paying a dietitian, uh, Kerry, if you're listening, it's <laughs> you're the same dietitian, and yeah, she gives me the what to eat every day, day in. What uh, are you weighing in at? Extra you? glasses of wine and cheese don't help. But that's private shit, mate. That's private shit. <laughs> oh, come on, mate. 183. I'm 120. <laughs> I'm 122 yeah, down from that, 128. That's you're, doing, you're doing well, man. You're so not down from 128. Mate, Seriously, 100%. mate. I, I'm looking at you, and I can see it. My chair is bending. Oh, that's come I'm on. still 120. <laughs> that's just bullying. That's fat shaming, Thomas. <laughs> we don't so I'm do seven that. kilos behind you. What are you weighing at it? Oh, race to 100? Let's go. What was it? What, what idea did you have in your head there, mate? You, 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 you got I, I have to get to eighty-seven. Yeah. Oh wow, well, eighty-seven. Mine's ninety-five. So What's how yours? are we going to set it up? Well, I need to be hundreds. Oh, my first step. By when? I had set myself before he threw out the challenge, June. So mine's ninety-five by the time. Well, I'm sorry, my goal was to get off of my medications by June, so her blood yeah, pressure and cholesterol. But to do that, here you go. Just changing the. No, no, I'm not changing rules. June what? June 1st or June 30th? 30th. So financial year. I wanted to be off my meds. So financial year. Yeah. So you want to be 100 kegs by financial year. I want to be off my meds. But if we're going to have a weight loss challenge, you guys... There's no challenge. It was just TL30, it's a, he goes... It's, I didn't, I, I didn't I say... I can only say, say word for never word. said it was a challenge. Cameron, I said we are going to have a weight me. loss challenge. It's me having to do it. <laughs> it was almost word for word. Right, it's me having to do it. Let's make it interesting. Probably the 1st of May. Shit. Two months. Well... I'm not me, throwing the challenge. For me, I'm just looking at that's like 13 kilos, I reckon. <laughs> so, I don't he's know. More it's, he's more than 100. You reckon he's 100? His more skull's than 100? worth 26. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the size of the noggin on it. Uh, anyway, anyway I, I don't even know why, why we go there. That's not the topic. The vaccine's rolled out. Okay, this, right this, is, this is big. Come on, guys. This week yeah. is when, on Monday, they got the Prime Minister and someone in the aged care section getting the vaccine. Yeah, and then they it's gave huge. an unqualified nurse the vaccine in Queensland and gave double doses to the wrong four people. Times. Was it a nurse or was it a doctor? It was a doctor, four times who, a dose. Who hadn't done the online training yeah, yet. online. <laughs> and then lied about vaccine. doing the online training. Yeah, it was crazy. someone administering it. So, Jesus Christ. Four, you had, you had one job. You had one job! <laughs> you had one job! Measure the dose and inject it. You can turn it back up now. Jesus boy. Christ. A 91-year-old bloke's got double the dose now. He's running around doing cartwheels. Four times a dose. Meanwhile, we're going to fall two people short. They're can you say, imagine if that four times a dose cured Alzheimer's? And then he's buggered up. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Instantly, the guy turns into a hero. They've buggered up. We've talked a lot about mistakes today. They've buggered up and then they're lying about, oh, no, he was qualified, he was qualified. No, he didn't watch the five-minute training video on how to inject the right dose of vaccine. No, no, no. He didn't watch the full five minutes. Yeah. He watched two and a half minutes. He goes, oh, I've got this. Yeah, Jesus Christ. You had one job! <laughs> Everyone's shaky enough about should we try this vaccine? Oh, the Therapeutic Goods Association saying it's safe, it's been tested, don't worry, the Prime Minister's got it. You have one job! Now right, everyone's question, going. Question. When we roll out the vaccine, other countries roll out the vaccine, travel starts. If you haven't had the vaccine, you can't fly. Yeah. Is that fair? That's a very good question, isn't it? Is that fair? No. Can't force someone to put no, something it's, in their it's body. No, not, it's not. Hold on. It depends. If I'm an old person and you're coming to my country, it's fair, isn't it? Here, here, here is the thing: we are at zero level. Zero Europe, and Europe, and America, it's rampant. There's more cases there than inhabitants 
in Australia. Yeah, yeah, fight, that's fight, true. Right. So, so here it is. How would we feel if they came here without vaccine? Exactly right. Oh, see, so we always change our mind or change our opinion based on whether we are the recipient. They're talking about not doing it just for flights. They're talking about doing it for every aspect of life. Just about, they talked about you won't be able to go into a pub unless you can prove that you've been vaccinated. I'm cool with that. Want to go to the pub? <laughs> Speaking of fake news, apparently in America the uh, COVID numbers have halved since Biden took over. Halved. So all of the, the 20 million cases they had is now 10. But, um, yeah, well, I guess... I, I, I don't know. For me, i probably answer your question differently. Is it something affecting my sense or my feelings of lack of freedom? Yes. Is it something that is going to be fair because now by me having a, a vaccine that will not affect my parents as I sit next to someone who's got COVID in a uh, terminal waiting for my plane overseas because they're not as strict as over here. Yeah, it would be fair. But so I, I don't know, man. They're talking about making it a prerequisite for work now, though, too. Employers will have the right to not... in. Let anyone turn up to work. Like the key, been, kids inoculation sort like of that's, thing. That's getting... Flights is one thing. And if I'll, put it another way. Flight, I'll put it another way. Australia doesn't put any bans on you leaving the country. Yeah. But the countries of destination put a ban on you entering the country. So now countries say to you, well, you can't come if yeah. you don't have the jab. So let's say, for example, just using places like New Zealand, America, England, say you're not landing if you haven't had the jab. But places like Bali, say, or anywhere in the Philippines, say you can land, doesn't matter. Do you still go on holidays? Well, I know where the conference is going to be. <laughs> <laughs> but do you still go knowing that maybe their healthcare system or their way they're, they're judging, controlling their... It, you know, it's, very it's very difficult, you know. Um, but would you still go we, on holidays? We, we've just, we just finished studying Winston Churchill where for weeks, if not months... The people in London used to go underground and sleep underground at night be, while the Nazis were bombing them yep. and then go to work as if everything was normal the next day, right? Mm. Mate, we've got a little bit of a virus. Our lives been, yes, affected. We've been isolated, locked down, all that stuff. Are you serious? What we got is nothing. And now, because we've got nothing else to do with our time, it's a, a flu vaccine, Right? Okay, you don't want to travel? Don't take it. I, I think yeah. that's... Personally, I am I anti this because you can't force me not to have. I would rather you let me go and then when I come back, well, I go in quarantine because I don't want the vaccine. Yeah. But you can't force me to have a vaccine. I, I disagree with that stuff. However, let's look at the bigger picture. Let's look at the elderly, the father of a friend who could die because I... I hug my friend when I came back and the friend actually went to visit his father. I mean, how do you do that? I'm going to ask you a, yeah. a, a, probably a, a bit of a touchy question. Yeah, my parents. I get your it. Your parents. Yeah. You take the ejection, you go and see mum and dad. You don't take the ejection, you can't see them. That's correct. What do you do? I take the injection. But, yeah. do you but, but I still disagree with the, the fact that you yes. force me to do yes. that. Right? So here, here's the thing. The day of your reckoning will come at the next election. Yeah, absolutely. Okay? So I think that what you need to be doing is you take the vaccine or you pay for two weeks quarantine when you come back. You decide now. Now you've got a choice. 
Because here, here's another thing. What if the vaccine really bad? What if the vaccine in 20 years, because I have now given it to my 13-year-old, when my 13-year-old becomes 33, what if the vaccine stuff her up in, let's say, now heart condition? What do I do now? Well, the, the Is the government going to pay for it? Yeah. The radio was trumpeting the fact this morning that the Johnson & Johnson one's just been approved with 62% efficacy. <laughs> Approved for rolling. I love wow. the I, I love so the you, I love the sixty two percent efficacy. What about the the twenty five percent that it could actually now do something harmful? To yeah, you? What about exactly. that one? I have not seen any vaccine that says that. No. And yet they've got enough rad labs they, they can run on and, and see. I what, think Norway. There was people dying in Norway, but they couldn't prove whether it was old age or the vaccine. But. Flip side of that, when old people were dying during COVID, it was definitely because of COVID, nothing to do with them being old. Well, so I'll, I'll, the narrative suits their own story. I'll take it a different direction for a second, is that majority of the medications we take have side effects. And it doesn't matter what it is. It's a flu injection, side effects is you may have mild symptoms of the flu. Many years ago, I took a medication and the side effects were on an A4 piece of paper. I, I haven't got the vaccine, so I don't know if we're signing a waiver or anything. I don't know if the government's asked us to sign a waiver or anything like that. Look, if 999,999 people are okay after a million people get the shot, I'll get the vaccine. Yeah, until right. such time. Until and you know I wouldn't do it to my kids. I, I can't put myself in TL's position where if I had to fly overseas to see my parents, you'd probably take it. But we've had that conversation in private before, TL. I wouldn't be giving it to the kids. No. Um, but you'd go by yourself, wouldn't you? You'd absolutely. go by yourself, yeah, yeah. But then, but that's, we're, mate, I'm nearly forty. TL's one hundred and seven. We've lived, <laughs> we've lived a little bit. The kids have still got their whole life. I'm in going front for of the record. Yeah. <laughs> You're you doing it right for one hundred and seven, yeah. mate. But even, I mean, that's, we're talking real serious stuff. Even on a um, yeah. a much lighter note, do you even travel anymore? Until this shit's completely sorted. Like, imagine you got caught. That's a bloody good question. You know, to just you were in Bali. Like, we didn't go to the leadership conference. Imagine if we all got stuck in Bali for three weeks, like our businesses would be gone yeah. more likely. Yeah. The, I can't see myself going anywhere for a bloody long time. You know, Even I, It's too dangerous to go to Queensland, for fuck's sake. I just had this conversation <laughs> with Rita long, not long ago. After last year's conference, we had we had a credit sitting with Qantas after the conference got cancelled. I bought airline tickets and I cancelled those. and So I had a credit with Qantas. And I'm like, they're going, well, it expires on the end of this year. It expires at... December 2021. They're not going anyway. They will lengthen that, I'm sure. But at the end of the day, I'm looking at going, even when we are allowed to travel, I don't think I'm going to travel. So I'm now asking, I actually want a refund. Because of that fact, I don't think I'm going to be travelling. i got people who are holding off selling their house and moving to Queensland because they're too scared to go to Queensland shopping for a house in case they get stuck there and can't come back. Well, there you go. Like yeah, but, uh, but it's actually very good that you, you, you mentioned this we, because even now travelling inside our own country... It has changed There's the way that people absolutely. think. No, no. Do you know you wouldn't get the, before all of this COVID, where would most people from New South Wales travel to? Queensland. Queensland. Mm. Since they put the barrier, we can't. So we're staying in New South Wales. Do you know how much of a bunch of idiots some of these hotels have become in New South Wales? Charging triple instead of... And, and, they, and they give you no better service. Do you know what they're teaching you? Wait, wait until we make we punish you, which is the same thing as all of these winemakers wine that who are who were selling wines to the Chinese yeah. and now are crying because they can't sell a bottle overseas, like these guys selling the, the we, we spoke about last time the the lobster now at twenty five dollars to us 
because they can't sell it to the Chinese when they were charging us 100 bucks around Christmas time because the Chinese market was their market. I'm sorry. You know, if you insult the Australian population will be a to make a buck, yeah. I'm sorry. You have to pay for it. Yeah. And, I, and I have no pity for you. Did you sell no wine? I don't care. I don't care, right? But I think you need to respect the home soil first. I have no problem with you being a capitalist. But at least tell yourself, right, I'm going to keep 20% to the Australian market and I'm going to keep it so that it's a consumption of our country. And I'll, and I'll become a capitalist with the other 80%. There's a winery who's crying right now. For the last 10 years, do you know that they sold 99% of their wine to Chinese? Wow. So they sold it to the Chinese and now the, 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 the tariffs is there. Suddenly now they're crying poor. Stuff you. That's it. We shouldn't even touch you. Go broke. Get someone else who've got at least some one nation blood in them and <laughs> do something with this country. It's serious. Yeah. It's like the mask. May I look at the mask and some of these things. Am I going to be buying masks from China still? One of the funniest things I saw recently was a lot of Chinese wineries are now copying Australian labels. And instead of going bin seven oh seven, they might write you know pa bin 007. right, and then and that's as simple as that. And they have very similar labels. Instead of pen folds, it's bin folds and stuff like this. And they're on the, all the shelves in the bottle shops in China, trying to sell the fakes. Unfortunately, yeah, they're not going to see their day of reckoning because we work in an industry based on supply and demand and what that does to prices. People are going to pay it because they can't go overseas. They feel like they need to get away, back to what we were talking on before, instead of being at peace. Yeah. And, and people are going to pay it. I mean, I, I won't. I can't bring myself to pay. We looked around Christmas time down the south coast and $4,000 for two nights in an Airbnb. Like, give me a fucking break. Yeah, it's I, crazy. I know you're struggling from the bushfires. and I know you. <laughs> I know you. But Jesus fucking Christ. But people will pay it, mate. And and we'll, we'll sit here staunch and we won't go on holidays and we won't have any fun and... Prices aren't going to change. I think, look, we, uh, as with everything, it needs mass boycott or mass change, to mass movement for there to be change. It'll and go back just, to normal. There just won't be. And, and it's because they'll play the sympathy card. Oh, support your industries who have struggled during this time. There's a brilliant ad out. My missus is sucked in hoodline and sinker with Hamish Blake doing the voiceover. And there's a platypus and there's a this and that. Another Stay one. local. Oh, this is a great ad. Yeah, but you're going to go and pay 10 times what you should to live under a rock in the Northern Territory. Give me a break. So I, I'm sort of with you. I know I fought you pretty hard on the lobster thing and the the wine thing. And I, I'm loving you can it make because it, get it, but you're gonna walk, you go to butchers now. You can buy bloody tomahawk steaks for twenty five bucks a kilo. You never not, had that privilege. Not in Carroll. Jesus Christ. Come to Sydney, man. Come to my place. And, and you know that you're getting good quality stuff for half the price. It was. It's fantastic. Probably half the reason my wardrobe shrunk. But anyway, it's <laughs> it's 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 amazing. It'll be the person, it'll be the brave operator who does what TL's suggesting now and looks after the locals first that really thrives. Um, uh, I reckon it's going to have to be the uh, Prime Minister who's going to say, do you know what, stuff all of this. We're going to now have a register that shows every single company with what they sell overseas to what they sell here. Yeah. And then when comes the times when things are like this when the Chinese can just turn their coat and now buy everything from France because we one day stood up and said, we want an inquiry on the origin of yeah, the virus, which point. we got stuffed anyway because apparently 
There's no finding, <laughs> right? Because we asked them about it a year ago, which gave them one year to, to burn, kill, yeah. and bury all evidence. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, come on, what what are we doing here? Yeah, yeah. a sheep That's gave it to a, a dog idea. apparently that gave it to the bat. A sheep dog. The story they came out with now it was a yeah a cow, a dog ate a cow weighed a bat it was fucking off its head the story they came out with after they did their investigation <laughs> you just wouldn't even that's a, that, with it. that's a good idea like companies have the right if you're Australian made to have the Australian made symbol on it well let's have a register that okay how much of your export goes overseas and to what countries how much stays here and what's the comparative sale price what are you selling it for over there what are you selling it that's a very good idea I think it'll hold a lot of people um, accountable I'm It'll also close a lot of businesses. I'm not saying that we you think if their profits, good. If it, their it profits margins go to from if they were making. But if their profits are here, if they're profiting from our back when it's Australian made, Australian mind, Australian you still growing, need a certain margin to pay your staff to keep business. Well, we fucking know this. Well, I understand, but why? Why are we earning it here and uh, not overseas? So sorry, Cam. The price we pay for a lobster had nothing to do with the staff in here. Supply the, it's, demand. It's the supply demand. Yes. Because they can get 99 bikes a kilo, yep. we have to now pay the same if we want them. And it has nothing to do with the cost of the staff that they pay, man. Because all of a sudden now, they can sell it to us at 25 and still make a profit. I'm telling you, man, they're not selling it to us at 25 at last. So a guy goes, a guy who owns a lobster boat goes and buys a million-dollar house because he can sell lobsters for $100 a kilo. Yeah. All of a sudden now you're in power and uh, One Nation Party's taken over and he can yeah. only sell it for 20 bucks a kilo. He's got to sell his house. He's got no, to take no, his no, kids no. out no, of no. school. I, 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 would not, I would not do that. That would be communist style. So I would say he's a register so that all Australians would know. I think that Dick, Dick Smith had a good idea, but he should have kept on going. And he's uh, the entire return. Before you buy, you can now have a look. And then you can decide whether you want to buy wine from those guys yeah, afterwards or, or, or lobsters from them. I reckon the Australian population is the guinea pigs of the world in terms of everything. Prices, everything. Apparently now there's a price hike on medical insurance coming up. First of April. I do that every year. Right? And that's not April I'd Fool's Day, by the way. i petrol them. before they fix lobsters. Petrol is the biggest <laughs> river. <That's laughs> but, but, but you have a no, look. We, we are paying a fortune for everything. Yeah, you're right. Petrol will pay $1.70 a litre when it should be $1.10. But they're all charging the same. Same as the lobsters. But they're a multinational. So you're not attacking Caltex. You're attacking poor Bob who's got his fishing boat. But this is where I don't understand. Up your way, you're paying how much? A litre? $1.70 for... Right, my place stuff. is $1.10, $1.20. No, for the good stuff. Oh, premium? Still probably only at a dollar thirty, dollar twenty dollars. And coming out of the garage. He meant really good stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so so his carry on is a dollar seventy six. So here's West my Boston question. Here's my question for this podcast, boys. Yeah. Is it possible that Scott Morrison could lose government because of what's happening for the moment? No which chance. is the rape stories, which is the vaccination being done wrong and creating a lot of a lot of problems. Also the obligation to get vaccinated and yet also getting people to go to work, but somehow the job seekers now receive a $25 a week increase. Is it possible for Morrison to lose government this year? I would say, based on the Queensland election, no, because the opposition is that weak. Yeah. It doesn't really matter what he's doing wrong at the moment. Labor has not hit home on anything, which is exactly what happened in Queensland. Yes, Brisbane was happy with Palaszczuk, but the rest of the state, from what I understand, I know a lot of people who live there, they couldn't stand it, but the Liberal case was so weak to get rid of her. 
that she's still there. So I would say no because Albanese is right. useless. And look so. what's happening in Melbourne with the um, Labor leader in Melbourne. He's just dropping the ball every week. I'd so just say week, not not because chairman. Of, I, I I don't think look. I, I chairman Dan. Andrews. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Chinaman Andrews. Yeah. Generally, if you own a business, you vote Liberal, which is where I'm at. But I don't think they've done that bad a job. And and regardless of everything that is coming, he's palming. See, he's palming a lot of the vaccine stuff off onto states and lockdowns on the state, so he's done pretty good at dodging it. And I just think the opposition's that weak. Has Labor put a convincing case for anything? Well, all right, what do you f- how do you feel, One Nation? I I, I think that this um, Higgins story is only the beginning. The young lady? You're talking about the young yes, lady? Yes, I, I think... Trump was rooting porn stars and got voted in, I don't think. Yeah, but that's Trump. Trump is known as being able to do all these things. In Australia, we still have a quite a bit of decency, and, and I think that... Um, uh, that's going to probably uh, set the tone. I think that with the Gilad and, and all these women pushing on that side, they're going to jump on that opportunity now to really show that Australian politics is a male chauvinistic world and that somehow the Prime Minister knew a lot more than he's telling the world, uh, Australia. And apparently already today, even the liberal staffer, there were m- many liberal staffer that were actually drinking with her on that night, somehow found out about things that happened. So they knew way, way before. So I, I think that the faster they come out clean, the better for them. The more they're going to let this sip through. And and obviously, if I was in the uh, uh, One Nation Party, uh, or, or, uh, I would probably drag it out closer to the election. So I'll milk he it. He can call an election now, can't he? He can do it any point in time. Because he, right. he said he won't call on an early election, but I suggest with all this stuff brewing, he probably should. No, he's milking it because for the moment he's, he's winning. It. And and I don't think he's winning mainly because he's got a big case. I think that uh, he's, he's winning because he's got no competition. From what I understand, he's, um, his response was that our party heard reports of misbehaviour and said, suggested people go straight to the authorities. Un- unfortunately, um, be it a slight on us as humans or not, and as horrible as the whole rape stuff is, I don't think that's what, at the end of the day, when people stand at the polling booth, what they decide who's leading the country yeah, on. Yeah. I really don't. I think we've become apathetic to the fact that politicians are corrupt and the whole system is rubbish, so they're more worried about who's going to touch my self-managed super or who's, yeah. at the end of the day, people's uh, interest in fellow human beings stops when something's going to affect them personally. Everyone yeah. forgets about the rape as yeah. soon as someone talks about negative gearing. Yeah. You know what I mean? And I, I think that might be sad. And, and I think politicians play that game very well, Cam, is that they know how to deflect those questions. But it isn't. I'm talking about the voter, right? So if, I, if, I'm going, voter. If, if I'm going up to the polling booth and I've got to pick box A or box B, box B's government's covered up a rape, but box A is going to take away my retirement fund, Who's getting your vote? The rapist. Like, that's how the majority are going to think, and that's because we're evolved to look after number one syndrome. Everyone ju- champions a cause. Mm. Everyone champions equal rights and um, women's rights and, and me too and all that stuff until it's going to affect 
they're super fun. Or Yourself, they're, or yeah. They're, they're asset. That's um, that's a sad. I reckon. I reckon that wine and wisdom podcast next podcast should happen on the lawn of the um, the Parliament, Parliament House. <laughs> <laughs> we have I a lot. Of, we'll have a lot of people we, around we, us because that's the uh, Aboriginal ten embassy. Ten embassy. Embassy. That's the ten embassy. I, I, and you know, but no, because this, this is the issue. We we said it many times before in in Australia. They look after the middle class because they realize there's no problem as long as middle class looks after. Happy. The, t- the moment when there is such a huge disparity between the high, super upper class and the bottom, then we'll have no a revolution because there's uneasiness. But keep the uh, middle class happy, there's no problem. Feed the masses. I've, and I've got a bit of a, a, a question for you guys, coming back to this young lady who came out recently mm. um, with the report. And I was thinking about it on the drive up here. Of There's two or three other ladies have now put their hand yeah, up yeah, yeah. and gone, well, I've also been... Yeah, um, treated indecently. Why does it take one voice to start that movement? Why is it that Need social proof, mate? No, but yeah, because mo- most of us flock like pigeon. There's a brilliant YouTube clip, and I'll, I'll try and send it to you if I can find it. But it explains. Well, send it. Share it on our uh, Wine and Wisdom page. Explains the early adopters, and it's a guy dancing off his head at a festival. And at the I've start, seen the one at the start. No one goes near him. He's I've off dancing it. on his own, and then one person comes and starts dancing I know with the him. One and you're soon, about. there's 300 people. Amazing dancing video. with him, and explains how well, we've done society. the seminar. I, I, yeah, where I showed you the. Right where they stand up, where they stand up in the waiting room. Every right? time yeah. that there is yeah. a, a, a ring on the bell, there's a small position. There's a small percentage of us so who are lone wolves, and then the, there's the early adopters who need still need <laughs> someone to go first, and then there's the masses, and there's a curve. I think Steve Jobs talked about it in one of his speeches, or Simon Sinek maybe has a has a TED talk on it where he shows the curve. Once you reach a certain point, everyone joins in. It's just a scientific equation, mate. So what, what, what was stopping first. those young ladies coming forward previously? Was it was shame? It, was it fear or shame? Fear, uh, anxiety. What what would become of me now that they have seen that? Hey, no, actually, people are, are siding with with her. They come out too. I okay. mean, there's a lot of these things. It's a little bit like us. Why aren't we wearing a skirt? Why are we blokes having pants or trousers? I mean, it's the same thing, but. I guarantee you, if there's a percentage of men now starting to wear a skirt because it's a new trend, you see how many of us will turn up. Oh, with look skirt. what happened with man buns, mate. Look, fuck it. <laughs> now they're everywhere. The funny thing is, the samurais had that, called it a top notch. Yeah, top knot. Yeah. yeah. Samurai. Um, Tell your cart. <laughs> yeah, but, yeah, boys, you need. <laughs> his top knot starts at his shoulders. I need to let you know. I'm <laughs> cracked. <laughs> this was a side effect of some vaccine I received. <laughs> <laughs> My brother-in-law's bald, and he calls it a solar panel for a sex machine. Oh, apparently, oh so. <laughs> yeah, nice, nice. Uh, well, uh, just it's um, that uh, acceptance for people to come out and say, "Yes, I was wrongly done by," and so forth. It's a shame that it takes one to have the courage to come out, hey, and then. It's a system that's replicated everywhere. The Me Too thing started with Harvey Weinstein touching one chick and turned into hundreds. Yeah, and, and the Me Too movement. Yeah, yeah absolutely, you know, you're right. It's mate. all yeah. it's all the same. People need social proof, and it's a very very few that go it alone, and that's what society's created. Yeah, and unfortunately, whatever momentum this gathers, I still would say that come voting day, doesn't matter. Yeah. Okay. We're not at a point yet where we're really picking our leaders on progressive issues or social issues. It's more of a, what's in it for me? Yep. Oh, well, that's it, guys. We never got your dream car, TL. What's your dream car? Are you driving it yet? 
No. What's your dream car? I don't think I'll ever have my dream car. My dream car is a car that will go on no fuel <laughs> whatsoever. Tesla? No, no fuel, no okay. power. Nothing. Oh, okay. No. Do you have one that exists? That's that called the Fred Flintstone mobile. Yeah. <laughs> apparently, what I have, what I have what I, apparently what I have does exist. Actually, it does run on water. It just put water, um, but apparently the patent is being bought by the uh, Saudis. So, is there a car at the moment? So it could be a fake news what I just gave you, but uh, that's apparently what. I is there a car alive at the moment that, if money was no, no object, no, I'm not. I'm not into cars, as you know. Oh uh, yeah, I know you hate them. I, I'm not into Why cars. You just answer the question. Because I don't have a, f- a preferred. So a why do you car? drive the car you drive today? Why Porsche? You got rid of your Beamers to for Porsche. What was I oh know one of the reasons the Beamer scared the shit out of you. Yeah, the, the M4 scared the crap out of me, but uh, I think the um, Porsche is, to me, the car that would break from 100 to zero fast and goes from zero to 100, and I like the braking. Okay. The braking allows me to have friends in the, uh, alongside <laughs> me take off towards a roundabout and see them push on the floor way, way, way before oh, I start braking. <laughs> <laughs> Where's the brake? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. No, you see, this, this is the thing. I, I told you, boys, I, I, I am a man who actually don't have the need for too much. No, it's not about needing it. It's just we, you, you like cars. You like cars. No, I don't like cars. I, I, okay. I don't even like Formula One. I mean, I know you're, you're sitting in my room and there's plenty of that. I don't like that. What I like is what the man can do in his job, oh, in his well, sports. Well then why no. aren't you driving a Toyota Hilux? Oh. I don't drive a Toyota Hilux because I, I have an issue, and the issue is with my hearing. When I hear repetitive noise, it bothers me. So when I'm in the car and there's a squeak that keeps on going, right? Every time you brake or every time you accelerate, I'm so annoyed. I'd rather walk. I want to be in the car when I drive. I hear nothing else but the engine and myself. So I have to ask you, why did the BMW scare the shit out of you? Because the, the M4, uh, the latest version, has got electrical uh, throttle. And electric throttle is 0 or 100. There is, you, you can't just push a little bit. So, and so when it's 100, it just accelerates. And you, you, you happen to be two meters behind another car. I mean, you're going to have to be careful. That's one. And the other thing is the suspension is bolt to the chassis. The, the rear suspension being bolt to the chassis, whenever I go around... The, the gorges, and on one side you, you have the rock face and, and, and on the other side you have oncoming cars. If you take it a little bit too fast, the car doesn't show you signs that it's about to slide. It skips. And when you skip against a rock face, man, you're dead. That's dangerous. And that, ladies and gentlemen, is a man who doesn't care about cars talking about chassis <laughs> bolted onto engines. <laughs> goodbye. Talk to you soon, Thanks, boys. guys. Bye-bye.